my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to stop thinking about work when you're not at work. Longtime listeners know that I don't believe there should automatically be strict lines between work and the rest of life. Lots of people work flexibly, and lots of people enjoy the substance of their jobs. They're happy to do work at 9.30 p.m. sometimes, so they can visit a child's class at 9.30 a.m. They like to spend what could be leisure time brainstorming ideas, or reading about subjects related to work. Watching TV isn't automatically a better way to relax than thinking about your chosen calling. That said, there's a difference between chosen, happy work thoughts versus ruminating about work stressors. And if worries about work are crowding out time for everything else, that's a problem. That was the case for a listener who wrote that she listened to Before Breakfast every day on the way into work. It generally helps start me in a positive mindset, even though a lot of the time I have to get creative about how to apply the tips to my work, she noted, since as a daycare worker, she spent her day wrangling two-year-olds rather than processing emails. I love my job, she wrote. I make a lot of memories, and that's how I know it's a career where I'm spending my time wisely, helping grow little humans who make the world a better place. However, caring for children is an emotionally laborious job. Our listener didn't have kids of her own, so when I come home, it's just me, she said, but I just cannot turn work off my brain. I spend every night and every weekend thinking about the kids, and not exactly productively. It's not productive downtime and recharge time either. Even my dreams are childcare-centered. So what I'm asking, she said, is do you have any tips on how to actually turn work off? She noted that I find myself even struggling to read or write in my downtime. Writing is my passion, but it's like I'm zapped of everything whenever I'm home. I thought this was a great question. And as a parent myself, I hope the parents in our listeners' daycare know how lucky they are to have a caregiver who spends all her time thinking about the kids. But she certainly deserved to be able to relax when she was off the clock. I had a few suggestions. For me, when I'm really ruminating about issues, I know that any sort of exercise is helpful. Our listener is no doubt exhausted when she gets home from work, but a 15 to 20 minute walk can help with calming down and rejuvenation. If there's no good place to walk, there are a ton of online exercise videos out there. Yoga, aerobics, strength work, many of which are cheap or free. So that's an option for getting a little mental break too. I love to read, and lately I've been borrowing ebooks for free through Libby, 
a service that links your local library card to your ebook catalog there. When you're mentally exhausted, you probably won't pick up Ulysses or anything that's difficult. So the key to reading for relaxation is making sure it doesn't feel like more work. Choose something like humor, graphic novels, or easy fiction like romance novels. It goes without saying that our listener probably wants to stay away from books on child development. Professional reading is awesome, but not when you're trying to take your mind off work. Another idea. When I get really into a project, I tend to find that rejuvenating. So I asked our listener if there were any crafty or artsy things she could make space for in the evening. Needlework, scrapbooking, art, music, even building a ship in a bottle are all ways to become absorbed in something that will fill your brain. The key to getting started when you're exhausted is to challenge yourself to just do 20 minutes or so. And then you can veg out in front of the TV all night if you want. Usually by 20 minutes in, you'll be so absorbed in your project that you'll forget what you were going to watch. Hobbies can then be a great link to online communities devoted to these spheres. Our listener mentioned living in a rural area, which somewhat limited evening social opportunities. But that's why phones were invented. A few 15-minute phone calls each week to friends and family who live elsewhere can definitely focus the brain on other things. Finally, I know meditation can be a bit of a cliche, but a lot of people swear by it because it works for them. If you feel stuck ruminating about work, it might be worth trying a guided meditation app just to see if it helps. Listeners, I'm sure you have ideas too. So how do you keep from thinking about work when you're not at work? What advice would you give our listener? You can email us at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That Before Breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.